think about the other day when you were sitting at your desk. It was probably about two o'clock in the afternoon. You're having a hard time keeping your eyes open. When they were open, you just had this blank stare on your face and you were probably digging through your social media. You weren't getting done what needed to get done. You were frustrated because you had so much ambition at the beginning of the day. Now, here you were after lunch getting nothing done. You tried a cup of coffee. You stayed awake after that, but you still weren't getting anything done. Your productivity was zero, right? You relate to that? I do too. Today, it happened to me, and I'm going to share with you what I noticed, what I observed about what happened, and what you can take out of this. We're going to talk about how to eat for productivity. That's right, eat for productivity in this episode. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment. This podcast is about success for failures. Failures like me, who grew up in a world that valued conformity over creativity. People like me, who have been made to feel like failures in the corporate structured world of education and the cubicle littered world of business. This podcast is a misfit's guide to discovering, pursuing, and achieving our infinite creative purpose. So welcome home. Let's change the world around us by changing the world within us. Okay, really, honestly, it's late at night right now. I'm trying to get this episode out before tomorrow morning so you can have it in your podcast player for your Tuesday morning commute or whatever you're doing. And honestly, I'm sitting here trying to get this done and uh, I'm going to jump right into it. I'm not going to mention anything, no free gifts or any. We're just going to dig right into this because I'm way behind and it relates completely to what we're talking about today, eating for productivity. Today's my birthday. Happy birthday to me, right? Thank you very much. Well, I had some cake at lunch and had some friends and some people who were kind enough to celebrate a little bit. We ate cake. I started the day off with so much ambition. I was going to get so much done so I could relax in the evening on my birthday. And I was sitting there after eating that cake. I was falling asleep. I was trying to focus on what I needed to get done. I just couldn't do I didn't even eat lunch. I had a good healthy breakfast, but by that time, I just could not focus on what needed to be done. And it happened to me last week as well. I was sitting there and I got that craving. You know what it's like for that takeout Chinese food? And you're just like, hmm, it was a Saturday. And I was trying to catch up on some stuff, get a little ahead, actually. It was smart. And I do that oftentimes on a Saturday. That's my get ahead day. And I thought, I saw the menu sitting there and I thought, hmm, yeah, I should go get that. And I got it and it killed the rest of my day. And there's nothing wrong with enjoying that. But when you need to be productive, you need to watch what you're eating. And so today's Tuesday, if I get this done in time, today's Tuesday, it might be Wednesday. I don't think it will be, but today's Tuesday. We're going to talk about productivity. It's the busiest day of the week. That's why I do this. That's why I talk about productivity on Tuesday. So you probably got a lot of stuff that you didn't get done yesterday. It was Monday. You're trying to catch up and do everything. Tuesday, they've proven, is the busiest day of the week. Because of that, we've got a lot of stuff to catch up on and we're trying to get done early with stuff we didn't do Monday. And so it's Tuesday and and I want to help you with this. I want to tell you how food affects your productivity. And honestly, there's a lot of science goes into this. There's a lot of stuff we could talk about. There's a lot of different things. It comes down to a couple of things, really. Uh, maybe just a few things. One is your digestive system and how burdened it is, how much energy it's using. Uh, two is your amino acid levels, some in particular that we're going to talk about. And then the 
big one is your glucose level. Now, so you so you know, glucose is the fuel that your brain, your body uses, but your brain in particular uses to do what it needs to do. Without glucose, your body just your mind just crashes and burns. You have zero energy. You're getting zero done, uh, and and that's really what happens to us. Researchers have indicated that the perfect amount of glucose in our system is about 25 grams of glucose total in our bloodstream. That's about what you get from a banana. So if, if all you had, but but you got to remember, you can't just say, okay, I'm just going to have a banana this afternoon. It, it dwindles away. So as that glucose gets converted and it goes into your bloodstream, it's being consumed as well. And so you can't just have a banana. You have to regulate it. And that's what we're going to talk about is how to regulate that. Now, there's different ways of getting glucose into your system. Uh, a donut will put glucose into your system. Also, some vegetables will put glucose into your system and it'll add energy. Uh, some whole steel-cut oats will put glucose into your system. The donut will do it and the glu- and the oatmeal will do it. The difference is how it's released into your system. Here's what you're trying to avoid and here's where we crash and burn. Here's where that white rice with the stir-fried chicken that I had the other day affected me. Here's where the cake affected me. Anytime you're eating, eating refined flours uh, like or white rice, you're spiking your glucose. What's happening is it's like effectively, it's giving your body the fuel it needs, but it's it's like running at the, it's like when the light turns green and you just step on the gas and you, you just go full speed ahead until you're out of gas. And then you just boom, boom. And you got to pull over and you got to get more gas in there instead of putting the gas in, regulating it and getting further down the road. That's what happens when we put the right food that converts properly into the energy that we need. This killed me. And I've got to tell you, it's it's such a stark um, effect. It's such a profound effect that it really makes you think twice the next time. Think about it. If you're eating Pop-Tarts or donuts or something like that for breakfast, some puffed rice or something, that is going to give you the fuel you need to get going. But then by the time you get to work and get to your desk, you're already starting to feel like, oh, man, where's the coffee machine? I got to get to the coffee maker right away because you're already tired because you're commute in and getting ready and everything. That's all that glucose has been consumed because it's so quickly converted into your bloodstream and it spiked up and then it crashed back down. It's like going up a steep hill and down the steep other side. Instead of having nice rolling smooth hills, you raise your glucose, you keep that's the goal is to keep it level, as level as possible. So we'll talk about some things that you can do to make that happen. One of them is Changing to foods that are low on the glycemic index, meaning that they they turn into glucose slowly. And so I'll give you some of those here in just a minute. The other thing, there's a couple ways of doing this. So that's your body regulating how the glucose is released. There's another way of doing it where you regulate it by regulating how it's consumed. So if you had that donut, and I don't recommend that, but you could kind of mitigate for it by having a, a little sliver of the donut, maybe one bite. And then 20 minutes later, you have another bite. Nobody does that, right? That's why it's ridiculous. You don't have a bite and 20 minutes later, a bite. And then you could do that and it would mitigate a little bit. It's still not nutritious. It's not still not giving you the things you need, which we're going to talk about here. 
uh, but it is kind of regulating the glucose release into your body. So you're not going to get that profound spike and that drastic crash at the end of that in 20 to 30 minutes. So those are the two different ways you can do that. And here's the reality with the glucose. When you're hungry, it's because your glucose levels are too low, you can't focus. And so you're not giving your brain the energy it needs. When it's too high, it's getting too much. It's like flooding the engine with gas and you can't focus. So you're not running at the optimal level. So you've got to watch that it doesn't go too high and you got to watch that it doesn't go too low. When you have a when you have a donut, it goes really high really fast and then it goes really low really fast. So somewhere in between there you have that optimum level, but you don't really notice it because it's just such a fleeting moment. The key is to keep that number optimized, stabilized, and that's what's going to help you. So here's the other thing that plays into this, amino acids. There's an amino acid called tyrosine, which will actually pass. Now, not all of them, but this is one of them that will pass the blood-brain barrier. Because you got to remember, your brain's not flooded with blood. There's there's membranes. There's, there's, there's a barrier there, and I, I won't go into all the science of it. You can research it. Uh, we can chat about it someday, but but there's a barrier there that that re- certain things pass through it to nourish your brain. Tyrosine is one of them. Uh, tryptophan is another amino acid. Tryptophan's what you get from turkey. L-tryptophan is it's what it gives you a calming, gives your brain a calming effect. When you have a lot of turkey on Thanksgiving, you know you eat a big turkey, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna lay on the couch, and then you start watching football, and next thing you know, you're taking a nap because your brain's calmed down, it's relaxed from all that tryptophan. Turkey is high in tryptophan, and 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 so it causes you to relax and feel so much better. And you end up falling asleep. That's why we think that you know that's what turkey makes you fall asleep. It's the tryptophan in there. Tyrosine's another one, but what tyrosine does is it makes you feel energized and alert. And again, it's one of the ones that actually will cross that blood-brain barrier. So you not only want to regulate the glucose to be most productive, you want to make sure your glucose levels aren't spiking up and dropping way down. You want to regulate that. So you want things that are low on the glycemic index or low, what's called low GI foods and foods that are high in tyrosine. You put those two together and um, you're going to be a powerhouse, a productivity powerhouse. The other thing is making sure you're not overloading your digestive system. I was reading a study in researching for this show about how sometimes your body, you know how when you're sick, you're like, I just can't eat anything right now. I'm just not hungry because your body's fighting um, sickness. It's fighting off a bacteria or some sort of infection inside and in and it's it's conserving its energy. It takes energy to digest food. They actually say iceberg lettuce consumes more energy to digest than it provides your body. So it's actually a negative calorie item. So so if all you ate was lettuce, you'd be you'd be have some nutrient deficiencies. But caloric wise, calorie wise, you would be creating this negative calorie situation where you're burning more calories, converting the the lettuce into calories, if that makes sense, a negative calorie item. Anyway, okay, so you want to make sure that you're not burdening your digestive system. If you take your hand and you make a fist with it, that's the normal size of your stomach. So think about what you had for lunch yesterday. Maybe it was Chinese takeout, number 13, extra spicy, right? It probably was more than that fist worth. So you really packed it into your stomach and you caused it to expand out. So you kind of burdened your stomach. So what you want to do is regulate your food so that you're bringing in about a fist worth of food when you're hungry. 
And then after a couple hours, you're hungry again, another fistful of food, and that is not going to overburden your digestive system. You're not going to take up too much energy to digest your food. That's the best way to do this. So every couple of hours, you're having that. Keep this in mind as well. Oftentimes when we feel hungry, it's really our body sending a signal saying we need water, we need hydration. So try drinking a glass of water before you put that food in. But uh, keep it at a fistful of food every couple of hours and you'll do a lot to keep yourself from feeling bloated and out of energy. Here's what you put into that fistful of food. These are high tyrosine amino acid foods. Remember, tyrosine crosses that blood-brain barrier and it makes you feel alert and energized and low GI foods, low glycemic index foods. And this first one, you're probably going to be like, oh, really? Seriously? Maybe I shouldn't even make it the first one, but I'm going to. Seaweed. And I I actually, I love seaweed. I love sushi. So if you love sushi, you probably like seaweed. But I buy these little seaweed, um, they're little chips, like seaweed chips. They're just flat, tiny little, they're just, they're almost like paper. You know how seaweed is. They have wasabi on them. They're great. They taste like a little mini sushi snack. And I love sushi. They're not bad for you at all. They're really good, low, low caloric intake. And it's really just a cool snack. And I, I get it at Trader Joe's. I don't know if you have Trader Joe's where you are, but you can get them all over the place. That's a great snack. And it's, again, low glycemic index food. It gives you a crunch. It gives you tons of flavor if you like that. you miss, Some people don't like seafood, so that's not going to work. Tyrosine, lots of tyrosine in seaweed. Another one is salmon. Salmon is great. Maybe you get some smoked salmon as a snack instead of a bag of chips. I mean, that's a fantastic snack. Just some smoked salmon. It's so good. Again, if you don't like seafood, that may not work for you. Another great snack is turkey. And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna forget the whole idea of nitrites and all the other stuff. But if you just got some, some turkey deli meats and stuff, and you can get some stuff that doesn't have all that in it, it's better than nothing. Get some turkey as a snack, um, some real turkey from a deli counter, you know, instead of the prepackaged stuff. It's not bad, but still, get some real turkey. Use that as a snack. Egg whites, I like whole eggs. I think the fat in eggs, I think it's just good for you. I'm a, I'm a proponent of natural fats being good for you. But if you're trying to, whatever reason, an egg and or egg whites and eggs are really great because, again, low glycemic food, high in tyrosine. Parmesan cheese. Imagine doing some scrambled eggs with some Parmesan cheese on there, maybe a little turkey inside. That's really, really good for you. Another thing that's really good for you, any crustaceans, shrimp, crab, lobsters, things like that, very, very good for you. Maybe you do that, you get some some shrimp cocktail and you use that as your snack. Again, if you don't like seafood, it's going to be a little bit of a struggle, but you could always get some pork and you get some nice, good quality pork um, and, and you could put in some dipping sauce or something like that. Don't go crazy with that. And a lot of sodium and stuff oftentimes and sugar sometimes in those, which are they're going to raise that glycemic index. But you could eat some pork. That'll do it. If you're a vegetarian, a, a great option, the seaweeds one uh, as a vegetarian. Mustard greens are really great for you. Uh, spinach is fantastic. So greens are really good in this area. They're going to give you a lot of this stuff. Pumpkin seeds are fantastic when it comes to this. That's a great snack to keep at your desk. Pumpkin seeds, and they're they're high in tyrosine, higher than most snacks. They're not going to be as high as salmon, but they're also low on the glycemic index. Fish, tuna, as you can see, a lot of fish. I could pretty much go through a whole list of fish that you could eat that would be fantastic for keeping yourself focused. Here's what you don't want. Now, think about that vending machine in your office, that snack machine. And think what's in there, okay? Here's what you don't want. Popcorn, p- 
potatoes, like potato chips, pretzels, uh, mac and cheese. So listen to this. I'm going to actually, I was thinking about this as I was writing this up. Mac and cheese, potatoes, popcorn, pretzels, white bread, corn flakes, puffed rice. Those are all incredibly high glycemic foods and they're going to provide you much in the amino acid area. So these are the, these are the opposite of what you need. Now think about this. What are we feeding our kids? Think about what most kids are eating. White bread, corn flakes, usually coated in sugar, which makes it even worse. Uh, pretzels, snacks, um, corn, popcorn, potato chips, uh, French fries, more potatoes, mac and cheese from the box. And I'm not talking about homemade, which is going to be a little bit better, but the stuff in the box, phew, it's horrible. So we're giving our kids the stuff that doesn't give them the amino acids, the tyrosine that they need to be alert but it's going to give them a high glycemic food, which is going to spike their glucose levels and then crash them down. And we're wondering why all so many of our kids are being diagnosed with ADHD. And, and then we look at what we're shoveling into their mouths. I mean, this is an, this is a, if you wanted to create an ADHD attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder monster, uh, I'm not that, uh, listen, as somebody with this, who's dealt with this my whole life, I'm not saying we're monsters. I'm just saying, if you wanted to create something like that, what you would do is, shovel all of this stuff into a perfectly middle of the road human being and you would eventually you would you would compound it it would just be crazy off the charts so think about that so that those are the things you want to avoid and you know cake that's made with white flour it's exactly what it is covered in sugar and it was great it's my birthday and i was appreciative of friends wanting to celebrate and everything but oh my goodness here i am late at night now working on this episode trying to get it done so that you have it in the morning and it might be a little bit late but I'm sorry, I'm going to get it to you on Tuesday before too long into the day. Uh, but I hope this helps you with your productivity. Think about it. I want it to be top of mind for you. Think about it. When you grab that bag of microwave popcorn and you eat that for your afternoon snack and then you feel tired or you have that Chinese food, the rice, the white rice and not a lot of protein in there. And then you're crashing about two o'clock and you can't, you're trying to like your eyes are heavy. Oh, and you're going to understand this is because of what I put into the machine. You put bad gas into a car and it's going to sputter and backfire and not get very far. You got to put the high octane quality stuff that I was telling you about. I'll put this list into the show notes so you can use it, but look it up. High tyrosine foods, high or low GI foods. Look up that combination. Find those beautiful foods that are going to make you more productive. So much of what we're doing is not because we don't have a task list, because we don't have project management stuff down. It's because we're putting garbage into our bodies, okay? I hope this helps you out today. I know it's going to help me, and we're in this together, right? Thanks so much. I didn't pitch anything today. I didn't offer you anything. Look at that. I hope you appreciate the show. I'm not even going to tell you. Okay. Uh, I'm not even... uh, It's going to seem veiled. I'm not even going to... Okay, I'm going to tell you, if you like it, go rate it in iTunes. That's it. Enough. (laughs) Thanks so much. Have a productive day. May your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 